that we're going to read is Kina Kina Yudzayin. Kina Yudzayin, the opening stanza already tells most of the story. Kina Yudzayin, if everyone could look together at the opening stanza, in which it says, How could it be that women ate their children? The young children that they cared for. How could it be that there was such a lack of food that women actually went and cooked up their children to eat them. But perhaps a bit deeper within the kingdom is to protect our children, our friends. Yes, at the time of the Khurban, it was physical. It was a physical cooking up of flesh, Rahman al of eating a human being. But how many stories have we heard of children wishing and hoping their parents would have protected them a little bit better from the world around them. How many issues could have been resolved if a caring friend would have realized that his friend was in need, that his friend was going through something difficult and reached out to try to help him. Parents cooking their children, friends, Destroying friends. We have to take a moment and try to reflect. Are we doing everything in our ability to protect the people around us, to protect ourselves? Or are we guilty of eating, destroying, innocent, innocent children, innocent friends, and perhaps even our own innocence. But the kina ends, the Releza Kalir says, where did this all come from? This all comes from that 250 years before the Khorban, there was a Navi, Zechario, and the Navi came and he tried to warn them. And the Navi tried to tell them that we have to be a bit better and what do they do? What do we do, unfortunately, when we hear that we have to be better in area A, that this catastrophe perhaps stemmed from area B, that this calamity had roots in this issue? Do we do just like they did to Zechariah? They cold-blooded, stoned, and murdered Zechariah. On Yom Kippur. So no one here is picking up a stone and throwing it at the Rebbe, at the Rosh Hashiva, at the Gedailim. But there are different types of stones that are thrown. When we hear, do we take it to heart? Or do we ridicule? Do we comment? Do we try to make sure that even if there was one person 
that might have actually taken those words to heart, we bring in that one bit of late sunnis that we spoke about to ensure that no one changes. Is that any less? No one is murdering. No one is destroying. But when we hear those warnings, and as we've spoken, there can't be that many years left. And with every terrible calamity, with every world event, we hear different areas to change. Or maybe we just hear that everyone should find some area to change. I was standing, I was eavesdropping like maybe you shouldn't do. Two Rosh Yeshivas that were talking about a year ago. And they were discussing with each other, what did you change after you went through COVID? Both of them didn't get very sick. I am to have known them. But they were discussing the whole world, all of Kal Yisrael, went through a terrible time. What did you do? And one Rosh Hashiva said, you know, I used to bring my phone into davening. I get important shaylas, bekuach nefesh. So I keep it there. And if it rings once or twice, I walk out. But I realized, you know what? I could be not reachable for 30, 40 minutes. So I don't bring my phone into davening. And the other Rosh Hashiva said, I used to walk into davening when it starts. But I decided I will always be at every tefillah a minute, three minutes, five minutes early. Small actions. But taking in the events, heeding the words, like over here, Zachariah Hanavi try to warn them of the Khurban and actually allowing it to change. I remember it was actually in this camp about 20 some odd years ago on the night of Tishabov. Remember which bunk we were sitting on? It was outside on the porch. It was the night of Tishabov. There was no kumzits like we had over here. But it was one of those spontaneous 20, 30 guys sitting on a porch. And they started singing. I still remember there was one counselor who spoke for one minute. And I wonder if every person actually listened to what he said, if we would be in a different place. And he said something so simple. Something that I'm sure every person in this room has heard. The question is, do we hear these words and allow them to change us? Or like Rabbi Lezer Akhalir is going to conclude this kinah, are we guilty of the same murdering of our Nevi'im? We don't have Nevi'im. But when we're hearing productive words from someone else, that's a form of Nevu'ah. That's a form of Rach HaKadosh allowing us to be a bit better. And he said at that time, maybe if we would actually say a Lenu from a Siddur. Simple idea. I'm sure every person in this room once in their life heard. But what if we actually took all these little things that we heard, and instead of saying, ah, eh, it doesn't really make a difference. Does that really make a difference? Does my Elenu from a Siddur really make a difference? Instead of saying that, saying, yeah, 
benching from a bencher I spoke with a lot of the boys about. Maybe actually saying it could change. We could be different. We could be the people that instead of as the Nevi'im and as the G'daylim tell us what to do, instead of getting up and throwing stones like the rest of the world sometimes does, instead of making fun and putting down and finding different reasons why what this Gadol said and this Rav said and this Rebbe said has nothing to do with us. Maybe we could be the people that could heed all those words and slowly allow it to change one little bit. And in case everyone is actually wondering if it really makes a difference, I think the Nazis could teach us that answer. And I'd like to read to you the words of Rav Mendel of Pabirins. And this was in the gas chamber in Treblanka. He's in the gas chamber. Everyone moments from their death. And he sees on the floor a little baby. And he picks up this baby and he turns to all the lifeless forms in front of him. People realizing that these are their last breaths to live. And he says to them, and he picks up the baby and he says, Rabbi Isai, there's nothing more precious in this world than a little Jewish child. When you're in darkness and there's a little bit of light, you can't handle it, you quickly close your eyes because the light blinds you. The Nazis, Yemach Shemam, he tells everyone, are creatures of darkness. And when any little bit of light comes to their world, they want to pounce on it. They want to destroy it because they can't handle the light. And he asks the question that maybe bothers us. Why did they care? Why do these Rishayim Yemach Shemam care to murder this innocent baby? Because this baby is Kedusha. This baby represents light. They are the most wretched and lowly of humanity. And they are repulsed by the light of our sun. And he continues and he says, the Nazis came into my house and they saw me, the Rabiner, and they started to beat me and they started to hit me. But then they saw Sefer Torah and they grabbed the Sefer Torah and they threw it on the floor and they started to pounce it, pounce on it, to destroy it. Like vicious dogs eating up their prey. And I thought to myself, says Rav Mendel, why? Do they really care? A Sefer Torah? An inanimate object? We believe in Torah. Why are the Nazis sitting there and jumping and hitting and ripping a Sefer Torah? And he says, I then realized that these dark, wretched creatures hate Kedusha. That's why they hate the Sefer Torah. That's why they wanted to kill me. And that's why this beautiful baby they are trying to kill. So let's learn from them that each and every one of us is the holiest, most pure light on this world. You destroy the Sefer Torah, they destroyed Kedusha. But more importantly, they destroyed us connected to that Torah. We 
are that Taira. We are the Kedusha. This baby, this innocent child, infuriated the Nazis more than anything else. The purity, the Kedusha of its Nishama. And he concluded as they all went to their death that no matter how strong the enemy gets, they can never eradicate the Kedusha of a Yid. So when we all wonder, does it make a difference? Our little actions, our little mature thoughts, the one moment that we feel real, that we feel connected, that maybe we have a flash in our brain, I could do something different. But we quickly wipe it away. No, it's not me, I can't. It won't make a difference. And even if I do it, what, it will last a day? It will last a week? I'm not going to change as a person. Let us learn from the Nazis in Shimon. Let us let Ramendel teach us the Kedusha, the purity, the holiness, the incredible ability of each and every one of us. And with that realization, with the ultimate cognizance that we do make a difference, we can start to change and no longer be the Nashim that are Tachalna Periyam, no longer be people that are destroying people around us. Set up boundaries, set up walls, set up protections, not to allow all that filth of the world that we're speaking about to penetrate our hearts, our souls, our houses. Perhaps to finally make the resolve that as much as we've struggled and we've fallen and we've gotten back up, that maybe it's finally the time to realize that we are holy. We're different people. We are not bound by the same rules as everyone else. Let's stop cooking our children, eating our friends, destroying ourselves. And let's finally resolve to heed the words of our G'daylam, of our Nevi'im. Like Navi Zechariah told them the Chorban was impending, and instead they destroyed him, they killed him. We could all sit here, and we've all heard so many words, and we'll continue hearing. And we've heard after each calamity and each catastrophe. But maybe we'll finally realize the Kedusha, the purity. The Nazis wanted to destroy it. But we're here. We're sitting here. As much as we don't necessarily feel connected, we're trying. We're all trying. We're sitting on the floor and we want to. We want to want to feel a reason for the Beis HaMikdash. We want to try to feel that which we're lacking. We want to try to put away, push away the late sanas. We want to understand that we are holy. But it's so difficult. But when we have these moments, these flashes, allow it to let us change and make a firm resolve that we will do something different. So that the words of Elezer Akalir could change us one little bit at a time. In the Khalna Nashimperia, Moilai Tabuch and Moilai.